0: Greetings in Jesus' name again this morning, and it is good to see those of you here that are here. Something went through my mind from Sunday school, and uh, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but I uh, I was encouraged this morning. We had a little discussion out here in the hall about whether We were going to have a one-on-one Sunday school lesson or not with the only intermediate student that was here. And, of course, I guess it might be, uh, uh, could be a a mindset, too. But um, we had a youth that said, well, they don't mind to sit in the intermediate class. That's a little unusual. You know, once they graduate from the intermediate class, usually they don't want to go back. But then the flip side of that could be that the older men's class is a little too scary for the youth and they wanted to participate. But I appreciate uh, Philip, Nathan sitting in the class with us. And we had a good Sunday school class this morning. As I uh, got ready for this morning uh, it got the feeling like a snowball you know when you roll a, a ball of snow through the snow it picks up snow and gets bigger and rolls faster and lots of other things and I just realized just here when we were singing the last verse of the last song, that I probably missed one of the more important verses. And when I get done this morning, you will probably say, well, you missed the most important verse in the whole message. But that's the way God works. He uh, reminds you of things he didn't tell me, and so um, that's good. Sometimes it might be way off subject, things he reminds you of. And as I got toward the end, I thought, well, this message is a little bit like Keith's last Sunday. But um, that wasn't my thought process either. We've just come through or gotten past Christmas Day. And there's a thought around Christmas that got my mind going. And you will understand it when I read you the title. God with us. Now, it looks a little different in different eras in the scriptures. I want to look a little bit at God with us in the Old Testament, God with us when Christ came, and God with us as Christians. And I'm not planning to give you a lot of time to turn to these scriptures this morning, but when we were singing this last song, I thought well, you know, uh, probably the first maybe not the first one, but one of the first ones in scripture is the reference of Enoch. And the scripture says twice Enoch walked with God after he beget Methuselah 300 years and beget sons and daughters. All the days of Enoch were 360 and 5 years, and Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. God with us. God was with Old Testament saints. Probably in a little different um, setting than what we look at today but God was with those Old Testament saints so I want to go through a few Old Testament accounts um, basically just pick out the verses that have similar to those phrases in them and that's why I thought I better give the disclaimer that's gonna probably sound a little bit like Keith's last Sunday where he said but God uh, I'm not trying to copy Keith. That's just the way it came out this morning. In Genesis, in the life of Joseph, in chapter 39 and verse 3, it says, His master saw that the Lord was with him. God was with Joseph. Now, there's another thing that stood out to me as I went through this. When God is with people or was with people in the Old Testament, it was visible. Other people knew it. And the question that came to my mind is, how visible is my walk with God or God being with me today? Because walking with God or God with us has an effect on the people that he's walking with. In verse 21 of chapter 39... says, the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Verse 23, the keeper of the prison looked not at anything that was under his hand or under Joseph's hand. Not under the prison keeper's hand, possibly. I didn't look back to see who that is meant. Um, because the Lord was with him, with Joseph. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. And then you get down in chapter 41, after Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. This is what Pharaoh said about Joseph. Verse 38, Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? God was with Joseph, and it was evident. You get down to 1 Samuel. This gets into the life of two others. First one about Samuel. Samuel grew in verse 19 of chapter 3. Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and did let none of his words fall to the ground. God was with Samuel. You come down to David, chapter 18, verse 12. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Verse 14. David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. Verse 28. And Saul saw, all right, here's this evidence showing out from the life of someone that God was with. And Saul saw and knew that the Lord was with David. 2 Samuel 5:10, talking about David. David went on and grew great, and the Lord of hosts was with him. 1 Chronicles 11, 9. Talking about David again, David waxed greater and greater, for the Lord of hosts was with him. God was with David. And yes, lest we forget, those people that God walked with were human beings that met up with failure or that that, um, yielded to temptation. But then they had their way back to God. Solomon 2 Chronicles chapter 1 verse 1 says Solomon the son of David was strengthened in his kingdom and the Lord his God was with him in 1 Kings after the temple was completed and Solomon uh, had his prayer there with the people this is what he said the Lord our God be with us As he was with our fathers, let him not leave us nor forsake us. Here was Solomon, the one that walked with God, and he's calling the people to live lives. Actually, he's calling on God to be with his people. Asa. In 2 Chronicles 15:9 says this, He gathered all of Judah and Benjamin and the strangers with him out of Ephraim and Manasseh and out of Simeon. For they fell to him out of Israel in abundance when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. There again is that evidence of someone that has God with them. Hezekiah in chapter in 2 Kings 18 verse 7 says the Lord was with him and he prospered whithersoever he went forth and he rebelled against the king of Syria of Assyria and served him not the Lord was with him God was with Israel as a group and here again you find God uh, in these goes back to what I said, the, the difference there's a little different aspect of God dwelling with his people or God with us in some of these these scriptures, but it talks about him dwelling among the children of Israel. In Exodus twenty nine, verse forty five, he says, I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God. Leviticus twenty six, twelve, I will walk among you and be your God. And you shall be my people. Jeremiah 31, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write in it on their hearts. And I will be their God. And they shall be my people. Jeremiah 32, 38. They shall be my people and I will be their God. Ezekiel 36, 28. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. And then one more, Ezekiel 37:26. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them, and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them. I will establish them and multiply them, and I will set my sanctuary in their midst forevermore. Of course you know in the life of the children of Israel God came and met with them at the tabernacle or God was at the tabernacle and the people came and met with him there. And then after Solomon built the temple they came and met with God at the temple. Maybe before I go further I'll give you a little bit of uh, a glimpse of one of the things that probably spurred my mind this direction. Um, Somebody had written something about what the Virginia governor had said about, you know, we don't need to meet together to meet with God. That's right. You can meet with God at home. But there's something lost, something missing uh, when we, Don't meet together like this. There's an aspect of that. There is truth in that statement. But it seemed as though that statement went a little deeper than just, I can meet with God at home. Yes, you can meet with God out in the back 40. But there's still something about meeting with God with that body, with that building that Bradley was talking about this morning. Moving to the New Testament, I have one verse here from John the Baptist. Luke one sixty six says, "And all they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child is that? Will shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him." And this was right after the public revelation of of Zechariah and Elizabeth's son's name. Everybody wanted to call him Zachariah because of his father. And they said, there's no John in your all's family line. And they brought Zechariah the tablet, and he said, his name's John. And then after that it says, they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, what manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Coming down to Jesus, and this is what we uh, think about this season of the year, and probably one of the reasons I went this way was probably a lot of us didn't have a Christmas service as such this year, and so that was one of the reasons I went this way as well. In Matthew 1:23, maybe I'll just read that part, or that um. Matthew's giving of the birth of Christ um, in Matthew 1. And in this is the verse that the title comes from. Verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Because it doesn't say anything verbatim here that Joseph walked with God. But the the facts surrounding the birth of Christ are evidence that he walked with God. God came to him in a dream and revealed to him things that didn't make sense. Verse 21. And Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. God with us. Now in that part of, the, of history, God was here on earth Physically. Jesus was here. That was God. And don't let the significance of God with us coming through a virgin, don't let that significance diminish in your mind. critical to the Christian life that you embrace the virgin birth. God with us, Emmanuel. Now, uh, I debated whether to read what came across my phone this past week uh, because You know, there are some things put in here that um, can't be proven by fact. Okay? But I did think it was interesting in this um, Christ coming to earth to be God with us. And this is talking about the manger. Um, And no, it wasn't just from any person. It actually was a post from one of our ministers in the conference that um, it's written... Well, I don't know who it was written by. It came through a um, post from a Brant page. It's about the mangers, and it brings back a little bit of the history of the manger when God came to be with us in the form of a baby. Mangers are odd little things. They're feed troughs, of course, and in ancient Israel... They were made of stone. Let me stop there just a little. In this particular post, they actually had a a stone that was hollowed out that was for a feed trough. Continuing to read, They are not super comfortable. But you know what? In a pinch, they can be kind of protective. That's why experts, priests who lived near Bethlehem Near a hill known for raising sacrificial lambs would put lambs in them. Not all the lambs, just the ones they thought were without blemish and suitable for the blood sacrifices that took place twice a day. These were the lambs Bethlehem was famous for. There was a hill there with a tower called Migdal Eder, And the flocks nearby were the ones that yielded lambs for sacrifice. The priests wanted to keep the lambs without bumps and bruises, so they wrapped them up tightly. They swaddled them, wrapping them in cloths like something precious and terribly fragile. They'd lay them in a manger. Manger is only mentioned in one account of Jesus' birth and it makes sense. There's really only a small group of people who would understand its significance. And they are the ones who heard the word, who hear the words, you will find a babe wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Shepherds, the shepherds of the sacrificial flocks, they knew, that the cloths what the cloths and the manger meant this will be a sign to you the angel said and it was it wouldn't have been a sign to many but to them most definitely and this sign was staggering the long expected king wasn't headed to a palace no this was going to be different he was going to be sacrificed they knew where the Messiah was born They also knew where he was headed. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. I hadn't just thought about that. That's the end of that reading. I hadn't just thought about that. But you know to the human mind it makes sense. Shepherds used these troughs. And wrapped up the lambs that were to be sacrificed. To protect them. And these were the people that the news was brought to so for whatever it's worth I'm not saying that they understood why Christ came that way but there was a reason God said this shall be a sign to you I'm going to sing a couple of Christmas songs here in the middle of this that talk about some of this and you can probably sing them by memory um but before we do it, there's a couple of phrases in here that caught my attention. Uh, the one song says, Shepherds in the field abiding, watching o'er your flocks by night, God with man is now residing. Yonder shines the infant light. Then the other one, Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity, pleased as man with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. So I figured since most of you probably didn't Christmas carol this year, we would sing a couple of songs here together. so we're going to sing these by memory. The first one, Angels from the Realms of Glory.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Songs I was planning to sing, but uh, anyhow, we'll. Uh, and I, I, thought, well, you know, I, I was going to sing another song before I sang the second one, and I. Well, anyhow, let's sing. Uh, I was going to sing while shepherds watched in Silent Night in the other order, but uh, we'll um, let's. Let's start with Silent Night. That's where I was going to start, so we'll we'll go with it. Ho, <laughs> Now we want to look at Christians, God with us. Here again I'm going to go through some New Testament scriptures and um, bring some of these down to us. Here again, they're not near all of them here. Uh, You can get the thought from a lot of other scriptures. The ones I have here pretty much talk about God with us. God specifically dwelling with us and in us. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? God with us. As we've yielded ourselves to God and his sacrifice through Christ then his spirit dwells in us. 2 Corinthians 6:1 and here this doesn't specifically say that but it says we then as workers together with him as we are have God with us then we work together with him. 2 Corinthians 6:16 6, there's a number of them in these next couple of verses. What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty." God with us Through his spirit As I was going through some of these things You know we sometimes probably get the thought You know it had been nice to have been here When Jesus was physically walking on the earth Then it would have been But what if I would have wanted to talk to Jesus And he was at Levi's house I couldn't have done it And what if I was together with Jesus at Levi's house and Jesus pointed out something that I did wrong in my life because he knew it. So, you know, then I got to thinking, maybe we uh, better be careful what we wish for. Yes, it would have been wonderful to have met with and talked with Jesus, but he knew about those he was in company with. Today, he can be at Levi's house and Brian's house and Nathan's house and my house all at the same time through the Spirit. God with us. Ephesians 2. This is talking about this building. Ephesians 2 21 and 22. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So today, as Christians, God can be with us, in us. You can add other words to that. And as we meet together with Him in our hearts, Then we are builded together for inhabitation of God through the Spirit. I came across somebody that wrote down some things in relation to the thought of God with us. I think it was somebody by the name of Buddy Green that wrote this. He says this, I've been washed in the blood and I'm fully forgiven. I have tasted the goodness of my Savior and Lord. He has brought me from darkness to live in his light, to love, serve, and honor him with all of my might. He's the way, truth, and light, hope for you and me. He has broken every chain and led this captive free. He was born of a virgin like the scriptures said he would be. Unto those he was Unto those he had created, but who knew him not, he was nailed to a cross. I better go back and read that again because it didn't come together quite right. He was born of a virgin like the scriptures said he would be unto those he had created who knew him not. He was nailed to a cross to pay for every sin. In three days he rose in glory. Now he lives within. Even though he lives within me, now my troubles, even though he lives within me now, my troubles are not over. I'm in a way, I read this before I got up here. All right, let me start again. Even though he lives within me now, my troubles are not over. In a way, they're just beginning Because I follow him. In my suffering, he's given me the strength to carry on. In my weakness, he's perfected in a way that makes me strong. He's the rock of all ages, beginning and the end. My protector, my provider, loving counselor and friend. God is with us till the end of the age. He is with us even though the battles rage. Emmanuel, oh how I love to tell everyone that God is with us, our Emmanuel. God is with us, he is in us as we yield ourselves to him and he wants to come and direct our lives as he lives with us. we have a song yet please?